0: Warning, the following contains discussion of historical fallacies, racial injustice, and the strange secret of Franklin Delano Roosevelt.
1: Listener discretion is advised.
0: Confessions of two men with nothing in common but an accent. I am James. I'm Matt. So Matt, we were talking before the show. You suffered a small tragedy
1: today. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I had to perform a little surgery on my microphone. It uh, it was broke a couple weeks ago by my brother. Um, he didn't step on it. He just said "fuck you" and snapped it.
0: <laughs> he broke it over his knee.
1: Yeah, he did. He he straight up banged it.
0: The acoustics betray you because they belong to me.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had to get that out of there.
1: Yeah, I did a little bit of Southern Ingenuity. Well I say Southern Ingenuity, it's, I used duct tape, which, you know, if you're from the South, you know, duct tape is a catch-all. You know, it fixes everything.
0: It's the glue that holds the South together. Our exactly. constitution is held together with duct tape.
1: <laughs> Once, I broke my leg, and they put duct tape on it for three weeks. And... That's why I walk like I do, because I use duct tape for a cast instead of actual plaster and real science and medicine.
0: You've used duct tape as condoms, (laughs) as food in an emergency situation.
1: Yeah, well, me and my parents did use duct tape as a condom, man. That's that's where I came from, so.
0: I have an uncle who was briefly married to duct tape. (laughs) I cheated on her with scotch.
1: That whore. Scotch is just everywhere, you know, with this little plaid, you know, logo. It's just wanting it, begging for it. God damn. So
0: flimsy. It looks attractive at the time. You know, transparent, nothing, but
1: there's nothing sacred in this world. A, a love between a man and his tape. So would
0: tape measure be a sex toy, or would it be like the swinger in the family?
1: Huh? Tape measure. I, uh, tape measure is like a strap-on. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's when they get kinky.
0: Would electrical tape be like the S and M tape?
1: No, actually, it's forbidden, especially around here, for other tapes to mingle with electrical tape, you know, because of the color. They don't like mixing the tapes, the color between the tapes, you know how it is. One day
0: we'll bridge that great divide. Speaking of great divides,
1: Matt. Yes, yes, James. What? What? But but enough about your mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see, oh, yeah. Well, Zing. See, I implied that she had a wide vagina.
0: This month is an anniversary of a historical event that means quite a lot to you.
1: I would say it means a lot to me as a fan of history, but more people in the South care about this than anything else that ever happened in history.
0: Yes, the Civil War, Matt.
1: Um, this April, actually, April 12th, uh, a, few, what, a week and a half after the show goes up, will be the... Uh, 152nd anniversary of the start of the Civil War. That's
0: the Scotch Tape anniversary.
1: The Scotch Tape anniversary. That's it. But um, as I mentioned, it was you know it was something that a lot of people in the South really liked to fixate on. I don't know if you've witnessed any of that firsthand. Or...
0: It does seem like uh, Southerners tend to romanticize the Civil yeah. War and I'm very gone with the wind way of looking at it.
1: Yeah. And that's something that I know is very prevalent. Um, in the County down here, Wilkes County, which I used to cover and they have all kinds of like plantation houses that are still standing or that were remade after the war, after they were burned down or whatever. And, uh, one of the, uh, leaders of the Confederacy was actually from Wilkes County. His name was Robert Toombs, and I've been to his house. They've got, like, his house, a museum down there. I can't remember. I want to say he was, he was a couple things. Like, he was Secretary of State for the Confederacy. And I want to say he was Vice President briefly.
0: He was the Treasurer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I explained some things. But, um, he, uh, well, not just him, but, like, you know, Wilkes County, they love all that shit. The whole, they love, like, the whole Gone with the Wind thing, uh... The whole antebellum South thing, you know, and which is something that I don't know. It kind of bugs me a bit because you mentioned how people down here have a tendency to romanticize it, and there's actually a thing called that. Uh, it's a, it's called the lost cause, and um, it's a aptly named title, if I may say. But it it just takes all kinds of liberties with like history, and they pretty much try to make the South look better than they actually were. And, you know, the revisionist history and kind of like the main thing that they object to and the thing that gets me is that they say, no, the the Civil War wasn't about slavery.
0: It was about states' rights to
1: own slaves. Exactly. You know, it was about states' rights. It was about, you know, economic differences in the Northwest because, you know, the North's primary economy was um, industrial stuff, whereas the South was agricultural and the reason it was agricultural was because of slaves, you know it all it always boils down to slavery, no matter what you know kind of reasons that they try to use pretty much everything in the South
0: had to do with slavery, yeah because it was fucking slavery
1: <laughs> exactly it was ingrained in it was the... kind of a big deal <laughs> exactly, and it was the institution they were called the institution for a reason um and one of the other principles, <laughs> the thing I laughed at uh the most was uh. That, uh, according to these lost cause people, slavery was benign, you know. Slaves were loyal and faithful and the masters were benevolent, you know. No one ever mentions all the weapons that the slaves got or all the times women were, you know, essentially raped.
0: Now they watch different strokes and they're like, that's how it was. (laughs) So many lovable slave owners adopting their slaves. Those slaves asking what you talking about?
1: Exactly. That was a that was a common game that was played. It was you know, he would say something and the slaves say, what are you talking about, master? And they would laugh and laugh and then he would be beaten for talking back. But um, the the way they named it is and I've heard I remember I got in a fight with a guy in high school over this.
0: You had your own civil war.
1: <laughs> yeah, essentially. But um, he never would call it the civil war. He called it and I quote. The War of Northern Aggression. I've heard that. And to be fair, this, the the North did. They were aggressive, but that's because half the country was trying to secede. You know, they wanted to to leave because of slavery. You know, As, I, that's I mean,
0: pretty damn aggressive in itself.
1: Yeah, but um, and I do admit that I think you know in the Constitution that uh, states have the right to want to secede if they want to. You know. Which is fine, but the North didn't want them to secede, and so they fought. I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, Because people talk about Lincoln was a war criminal and all this stuff. The only thing Lincoln was guilty of was a fly-ass beard. I'm sorry.
0: And that excellent hat.
1: And <laughs> that hat. Dope top hat. That was his crime.
0: That is something that's always fascinated me, because even the textbooks we had as kids in school... It was always painted that the South was kind of innocent and was just those horrible, horrible Yankees who raped and pillaged the South. Yeah. Like the Confederacy was doing just fine until the North yeah. came
1: along. Yeah. I don't. I mean, not not many people knew this, but um, before we had the Constitution, America was a Confederacy for a brief time, maybe a few years, and it was horrible. I don't think you can be a successful Confederacy. And still be, like, the United States like they were trying to be. And it wouldn't work. I mean, even if, like, they let the South, you know, peacefully leave, it would have been maybe 15 years at the most, and they would have come crawling back, you know, bankrupt and poor and all this shit.
0: So drop some history on us, Matt. What's the difference between a confederacy and what we have here?
1: <laughs> all right, let me put on my professor hat. It also looks like a Klan hat, but don't worry about that. That's just that's a coincidence. You don't have the money for two hats. Exactly. I'm a man of one hat, as they like to say. But, uh, well, yeah, like, a, the really the main difference is that a Confederacy is more, the states have more power as opposed to a weak federal government, which, uh, especially back then, it was more of an even balance between states and the federal government. More so leaning towards the states, but as time went on, we got a stronger federal government like we do now. Like, back then... If a Confederacy, like I said, each each state was essentially its own sovereign entity. And that was a lot of the problem was because in Virginia, Robert E. Lee's army, like they didn't, like a lot of his guys didn't have shoes. Uh, Their shoes had been worn off, you know, marching and, you know, they were poor. And the governor of North Carolina, he had like a warehouse filled with shoes. And he wouldn't give them to Lee because... As him being, you know, with Virginia, he had no uh, duty to give Lee those shoes. He was saving those shoes. He was hoarding them for any North Carolina troops that he may need. And actually, interestingly enough, the fact that Lee needed shoes for his troops is what started Gettysburg. He went up up to Pennsylvania. He went to Gettysburg looking for shoes. That started Gettysburg. I swear to God.
0: He was just looking for an old pair of shoes he had stowed away. He ran into some Union soldiers, a battle happened.
1: It wasn't worth it for my PF flyers. Shit! (laughs) In a weird
0: way, that kind of sounds like what a lot of Republicans in America want now. Just for every state to be its own sovereign nation.
1: And it sounds good on paper. And I'm more, you know, I'm not full on like that, but I do believe that maybe scale back some of the federal government's power to a certain extent. Make it more of an even balance like it kind of used to be before, um... Really, when Roosevelt got in is when the, or Roosevelt II, uh, <laughs> wheels as we like to call them, um, not much. The mustache. hobbled Roosevelt. Exactly, the crippled Roosevelt.
0: Teddy Roosevelt couldn't stand there being another president with his name, so we just did a backbreaker on him.
1: <laughs> he, he stared at him and gave uh, Franklin polio, is what happened.
0: I'm going to break you, Freddie. Bully. He just smiled into the camera.
1: <laughs> that was the look of murder that smile <laughs> one thing too is this is something that i don't know if you have an opinion on because this is kind of a big thing especially over the last uh probably 20 30 years easily was the fact that um a lot of uh people businesses even governments they still like to have the confederate flag
0: which drives me crazy
1: yeah uh, well, well what's what's your beef with it
0: it's, i'm always frustrated by the defense well, that's our heritage. You know, yeah, you don't see stores in Germany with swastikas. No. Well, that's our heritage, you know. We can't forget that we were once Nazis. They actually have more of a right to the swastika than we do to the Confederate flag, because the swastika at least existed before the Third
1: Reich. Yeah, and they could yeah they could always argue and bullshit say, oh no, it's not. We're taking it back, you know. <laughs> for us.
0: Um, we're taking it back for the Germans.
1: That's what I would do. Seriously, if I was Jewish, I would walk around with a swastika and say, "Fuck you, I'm wearing the swastika." You
0: they did it swastika. with the purple triangle. Exactly. Yeah, but the Confederate flag was created solely for hate.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was the battle flag. It was to fight a war against the country that you know, so they could keep slavery.
0: This is the battle flag of Slave Topolis. <laughs> uh,
1: if only that were a real place.
0: It's like Disneyland for white
1: people, so it's Disneyland, <laughs> pretty much. But um, you know, those Pirates of the Caribbean are a little whiter, thankfully. Um, I, don't, I don't, I don't like Johnny Depp's skin tone in those movies. He boards <laughs> way too close.
0: The way he beads his beard exactly. makes you uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if Alabama had a problem. with it. I know for a fact, like it was an issue in Georgia, South Carolina, and even Mississippi, you know, which were. We'll get into them later. That like the the government they kept the flag like in on the Capitol hung up on the Capitol, you know, above the actual hub of government. Because up until like 50 something years, the flag of Georgia had the Confederate flag in it, and that was a lot of controversy. That was something that my father was always big. No surprise, but he was always big into saying you know we should stay there, you know. Yeah, I don't know, I mean, like, the way I try to talk to him, like, you know, look at it from, like, a history standpoint, whenever, like, a country is conquered, you don't let them keep their flag, like you mentioned.
0: (laughs) So you tried to reason with him using an emperor's logic.
1: Exactly, like, yeah.
0: Picture yourself as a conquering viking. (laughs)
1: Like, "Mm, I see what you mean. Exactly. But no, he didn't. He flipped the table and ran off into the He made
0: his own flag.
1: Exactly. It's just, just a, a
0: Jerry Curl with a bar through it.
1: <laughs> a piece of reward exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, if you want to wear this, the Confederate flag, I don't care. You know, if you want to, like, put it on your shirt, put it on your truck, even have it up in up at your house, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. You know, it's a, just flag, freedom of speech. You, you can do the same with a swastika. You I mean, you'll be a dick for doing both, but...
0: Yeah, you can wear a swastika on your shirt. That doesn't mean I'm going to talk to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, Charles Manson's wore a swastika on his forehead for years. He's rocked that shit. He's pulled it off. I mean, I will give him credit. Not many people can pull off a swastika in the forehead, but... I've tried. And me too. But that was that was the most awkward senior prom ever.
0: <laughs> but in a weird way, it's almost good, because that kind of thing advertises that you're a douchebag.
1: Yes, exactly. I like, think
0: thank you for letting me know that you're a piece of shit
1: beforehand. (laughs) Um, and, uh, one thing too, is that I guess because where I'm from, where I grew up, there's not really many locations around here, but, uh, civil reenactment is a big thing in the South.
0: Historical cosplay.
1: It it is. It really is. You know, Oh, I hit you on musket. I did three damage. (laughs) That's LARPing. Exactly. Um, but like I think the closest battle that happened on here is the Battle of Aiken, which is well, about forty fifty miles from from where I live now. Um, and that wasn't really much of a battle; it was more like uh, General Sherman and his people just blew the fuck away, you know, like a bunch of like militia. That was pretty much it. Yeah, Sherman kind of fucked up the South. Yeah, he did, and
0: which is just one of those things that's beaten into your head over and over yeah. again when you're in school. Like nothing the South ever did compared to Sherman and his march. Yeah. Like that's why the North were the bad guys.
1: And to be fair, like he, what he did did fuck up the South's infrastructure for years. Um, that's what, one of the reasons we made Reconstruction so long because he would, uh, his engineers and men, they would go to the railroad tracks and they would undo the tracks and they would heat them up red hot and they would tie them into a bow tie. And leave them on trees and shit, because that's what... There's like a kind of Sherman bow tie. So he went snidely whiplash <laughs> Exactly. Um Exactly. He burned bridges, you know, burned crops. I mean, it was...
0: He burned political bridges. <laughs> he did not have a good career after the war.
1: But he never burned that awesome beard of his. So. Well,
0: he had to have something to twirl when he was...
1: Yeah, yeah, Um There's this supposed to be this story of this guy, this... uh. I don't know how true it is. It could be just propaganda. But there was supposed to be one of Sherman's men. Um he went he was at the state house in Columbia and he saw this statue of this man with like a cane and he ran over and he like used like his uh gun to knock the cane out of the statue's hand because he thought it was like some southern figure or whatever. And it turns out the statue was of George Washington. <laughs> And, like, because of that, supposedly, like, the st- the, if you go to the state house now, like, the they still have that statue of Washington, but they've never fixed the cane. They've always left it, you know, with, it looks like he's just, it looks like he's, like, an old-time boxer. He's got, like, his fist <laughs> out. Uh,
0: That's embarrassing for Sherman, and twice as embarrassing when he realized that stone people aren't alive.
1: <laughs> Fight me, you coward! Burn him, burn him alive, but he's made of bronze, sir. You win this battle,
0: Stone George <laughs> Washington.
1: <laughs> but like, like i said i don't think it was necessarily right what he did but that was the point he was the point of it was he was going to break the south's back to make them finally you know surrender and he, he picked two of the most southern states you get georgia and south carolina he just he tore the fuck out of georgia especially atlanta he burned atlanta nearly to the ground and
0: still hasn't recovered
1: that's why that's why they got the Braves. We could have got the Dodgers, but you know, Atlanta got the Braves. Damn it. Mississippi
0: was a beautiful paradise before Sherman got to it. No,
1: no, come on, let's not take it that far. They they deserved it. They were the one state that deserved it probably.
0: He was a hero all along. <laughs> he just wanted to destroy Mississippi.
1: Yeah. That's, Everything
0: else was collateral damage.
1: Pretty the much the reason Jeff- he signed up for the army. Pretty much Jefferson Davis was like who 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 can who can argue with that logic? And I think he was—he was the only Northern general to be awarded a Confederate award during the South, you know, just for his ransacking of Mississippi. But it's um, the
0: Confederacy, so it's made out of cardboard.
1: Speaking of like, uh, <laughs> speaking of like the South and uh, Jefferson Davis—I uh, don't know if I mentioned this, but um, when I talked before about Wilkes County uh, and their love of you know, the Confederacy and all this shit, supposedly there's like an urban legend that. Uh, Jefferson Davis, he come through Wilkes County at one time, uh, and he supposedly stashed like a bunch of Confederate gold <laughs> somewhere, you know, in the county. No one's sure where it.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wasn't this the plot to the second City Slickers? <laughs> now, if I recall, Jack plans. No, uh...
1: no, this is the second installment of Goonies. <laughs> they
0: teach sloth about racism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, because of the fact that. Uh, Jefferson Davis, when he was caught, he was supposedly dressed as a woman to hide. And so what they could do is, just, you know, after the goon searched search for One-Eyed Willie, you know, they could go to Georgia to look for the treasure of dress-wearing Jeff. That old lady is still there. <laughs> that was actually Jefferson, Davis.
0: <laughs> he pinned it on One-Eyed Willie.
1: Uh, but, um, like, so even though there were no battles around here, like, The uh, courthouse in the county I grew up in, Abbeville County. um, Supposedly, they always said that it was—they always called it the deathbed of the Confederacy. Because I think at the uh, there's a mansion in Abbeville where supposedly, uh, like the Confederate cabinet met. You know, they were on the run, and they finally decided to uh, to surrender to the North. You know, at the closing stages of the war, and because of that, like supposedly. Something, I think this is just them bullshit, because Abbeville, so, you know, fuck Abbeville.
0: <laughs> fuck their history.
1: Fuck their history. Um, They supposedly said it was where the the Confederacy started. There was supposedly, like, a lot of secession people involved you know, from Abbeville, but I don't think it's that fair to go that far.
0: They're just referring to one guy in a bar who said, we ought to fucking
1: secede. Yeah, but the problem was he said that, like, in 1778, so...
0: Extra extra,
1: man wants to secede. <laughs> Filming eleven. What the fuck is film? This is 18, <laughs> this is the eighteen hundreds. We'll find out. He forms the Confederated
0: States of Steve.
1: <laughs> he secedes just himself. He's he's his own president, Secretary of State. Secretary of Education. Everything.
0: Secretary of Love. He uses that to hit on local woman.
1: <laughs> I
0: want you to be my queen. All of this can be yours. He just points to his shack.
1: He has a civil war with himself. He just ends up beating his own ass. <laughs> but yeah, um, fuck Abbeville. I just want to say that one more time. This has been below the Bible. Belt. <laughs> fuck Abbeville. Thank you. a hey, good night. But, uh, speaking, as we mentioned Mississippi earlier, that maybe <laughs> would be an appropriate time to, uh, maybe talk about a little news that, uh, it's taken place since the last time we we met, if we can.
0: News, Matt, that comes from the South.
1: It came
2: from the South.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't have to be so dramatic about it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So, yeah, speaking of... Uh, States that are the assholes of America. Um, that one state being Mississippi, of course.
0: Now, Mississippi is two assholes.
1: <laughs> it Mississippi
0: is, is the asshole, the taint, the ball sack.
1: It is the rare double rectum of America. But, interestingly enough, uh, <laughs> despite us talking about the Civil War and you know, this month being the uh, 152nd anniversary of the Civil War starting, apparently... When the Civil War ended, you know, in 1864, uh, apparently Mississippi never fully got the memo about the requirements to surrender and rejoin the Union. Because uh, a couple months ago, a man from Mississippi, interestingly enough, he discovered this because after watching the Oscar nominated drama Lincoln, I guess it moved the fuck out of him, as it did me. How many times could they get away with saying the N word in one film? <laughs> Not since Django Unchained, it I applaud a film like that.
0: Those scenes were guest-written by Quentin Tarantino.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: The scene where Lincoln freestyle raps was amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know he came from the east side.
1: <laughs> yeah, so back to the east <laughs> side. That
0: was a fun tangent.
1: It was. Um, this man, who is actually interesting enough, he's not from Mississippi originally, because...
0: So. Nobody's from Mississippi. It's like a tar pit you just fall into as you're driving by.
1: They, they have men at the border with, like, guns and stuff. Anybody gets too close, they shove them in. They it's, tag you. It's like it's like a reverse Logan's run.
0: You have a bracelet that explodes if you leave. <laughs> we need your labor.
1: But this guy... Um, we have no one to pick our cotton. <laughs> well, speaking of that, um, this guy who went to go see Lincoln... His name is Ranjai Bartra. That's uh, a
0: good Southern name <laughs> if I ever heard one.
1: A solid Mississippi name. Every everybody knows about P.G.T. Barta, You know the first Indian general of the Confederacy, but um, he was actually an associate. He's an associate professor at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Apparently they're teaching medicine in Mississippi. I don't know <laughs> how advanced it is. I'm pretty sure they're still on leeching.
0: It's a form of snake charming.
1: <laughs>
0: That's why they had the Indian guy. Good call. Why don't you accidentally make me racist? <laughs> uh,
1: enjoy it. It, it. it feels so good, doesn't it? Ah,
0: it burns.
1: <laughs> but actually, when you go St. Lincoln, he was curious about like the film and when eventually his state passed the 13th Amendment, you know, the amendment to uh, outlaw slavery.
0: He didn't know about slavery until he saw the movie.
1: No. This is an outrage! Less than a year after the uh, Civil War, um, 27 of 36 states of America ratified it by 1865. And when this guy, he went to the records to look, he spotted a curious detail. The Mississippi state legislature had proposed to ratify it, but they never officially ratified it. Whoops. So, you know, for the past, oh, 158-some-odd years, slavery's still been legal in Mississippi. (laughs) And that surprises nobody at all.
0: That's their only tourism. (laughs) Come for the swamps, stay for the indentured servitude.
1: Exactly. To be fair, that was South Carolina's state motto up until the 60s. So So apparently uh, they actually looked it up, and what happened is, to me, this is even worse. Mississippi finally voted to ratify it in 1995. They waited that long. They, that's still in, inexcusable. They apparently voted to have it ratified then, but they never informed the government. So this is
0: our own business.
1: <laughs> I just, I don't know. This is like, how do you let that go on? I mean, I understand that they weren't actively enforcing it. Thank God. Although
0: that we know of, exactly. You cross the border, and it's like one giant plantation.
1: <laughs> all the slaves are white, so,
0: though. Somehow,
1: that's how committed they are to the white supremacy thing.
0: Suddenly, all those trips you wanted to go on to Mississippi make more sense. You wanted to take advantage of that loophole with me.
1: <laughs> yes, James. Why don't you meet me somewhere in Biloxi? I'll, I'll, don't worry about this whip. It's this whip and this, these shackles—they're just. Um, I'm into s That was the truth. It was about slavery. It was about beating your ass getting off on it so you've outed me thank you i'll just let that lay there
0: <laughs> once again i have ruined myself to be the son of a bitch
1: damn you i didn't say it though so I, you didn't win but um and there's actually another news story i have it's from ohio but it's actually southern related um what? ohio is close to kentucky so we'll just say that you know I'm pretty sure that Ohio has its share of rednecks. It's
0: adjacent to the Bible Belt.
1: It is Bible Belt adjacent. Exactly. That drives the property values down in Ohio. Oh.
0: It's our new podcast. <laughs> we have MB on it.
1: <laughs> we just talk about like yeah, we talk about like the states around the Bible Belt. What the fuck is the deal with Wyoming? I know. I mean, come on, Laramie. What the fuck. What kind of name is that?
0: I'm not even convinced there is a Wyoming. Yeah, I've never seen it. Have you? What state is perfectly square, honestly?
1: The only person I know from Wyoming is Dick Cheney. So, there. That's all I need to know about Wyoming to know that. I don't need to go to Wyoming.
0: It's just an entire state of him.
1: <laughs> him just scowling at himself as he walks down the street.
0: Uh, 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 uh. There's an old lady pushing a stroller <laughs> with a baby in it. They're both Dick Cheney. I <laughs> uh, want some milk, Mom. Uh.
1: God, now I want to go to Wyoming, Damien. <laughs> to Cheneyville. <laughs> Cheneyville, yes. But um this the new... place
0: where they grow Dick Cheney's.
1: Uh it's like the boys from Brazil, but it'd be like <sighs> the boys from Wyoming. Gregory Pick's there too, but he's had severe plastic surgery like Dick Cheney as well.
0: He's just horrified of the whole thing. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> um but this uh this other news story that I have. I don't know where this is at. I've heard it before, but there's a college in uh, Ohio called Oberline College, and this is from early March 4th. Apparently, there's been like a – classes were canceled uh, on Monday, March 4th because a person was running around campus wearing a KKK outfit, (laughs) and apparently there's like – it's not an isolated incident. There's been a string of hate-filled incidents uh, at Oberlin College in February.
0: Are they sure it's not just one family that lives in the neighborhood? Like, you knock on their door, and they're all just wearing clan hoods.
1: <laughs> hey, how do you know they're not Muslim? You would feel pretty bad if they were fucking Muslim. They just, you know, they couldn't afford to, you know, the burkas. They could only use pillowcases. They'd feel really fucking bad. But, um, there's apparently a rash. There's been a rash of, uh... Racist incidents at Overline College. On February 9th, the first incident happened. There was vandalism at the college's science center. And they drew swastikas, damage to the year of the queer posters. I don't know what that is, but that
0: sounds like... <laughs> that sounds offensive already.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. That sounds like a hell of a party. But it's just me. <laughs> I'd go to it. And apparently, they ripped apart a Chinese calendar. No! <laughs> but it was the year of the rat. I will say one thing. At least they're very broad with their hate. You know, if you're going to hate one person, hate them all. The only thing is they should have got, like, some white stuff. As we've, as we've already established, the whitest person on earth is Mitt Romney. Like, rip up a picture <laughs> of Mitt Romney with all the other stuff just to make it even.
0: Opportun- they break a Moody Blues album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like, Mumford and Sons ain't shit. That's, I think that's the whitest man I know right now. So.
0: They punch Brian Adams in the face. <laughs>
1: Uh, Just for that Robin Hood song, not because of, you know, any racial thing. So that was the first incident, uh, the graffiti. And so apparently on February 12th, someone, her her official title is LGBTQ Community Coordinator. I don't know what that means. It's probably Lesbian, Gay, Bi, Transsexual. I don't know what the Q stands for. Quiznos. Quality. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, Apparently she found a note and the resource center of her place that read N-word plus F-word center. I don't know. This seems like like 12-year-olds are doing this. I don't know. <laughs> it's just me.
0: You're just still confused by LGBTQ.
1: Yeah. That's what, I mean. what the
0: fuck do all these letters mean?
1: <laughs> My sexuality is confused enough as it is. Exactly. Don't tell me what I want to be.
0: And you just learned LGBT, too. Adding the Q on there just fucks it up.
1: I know. Maybe that's like the people who are know the above they're just questionable.
0: You're an acronym sexual.
1: <laughs> exactly. Only truck with people who who sexuality can be summed up in an acronym. So,
0: sorry people who like initializations.
1: <laughs> what
0: the fuck you going to do?
1: <laughs> exactly. Um so the next incident after the childish notes um, February 16th, students found a number of offensive notes written around Burton Hall. Whites only was written above a water fountain, and was written inside the elevator.
0: Wait, the elevator one doesn't even make sense.
1: It's an elevator, exactly. I can see, you know.
0: Matt, you know how black people, they just be going into elevators?
1: I know, I, I remember the famous, uh, Def Jam comedian, uh, Elevator Jones, who used to, that was, I was like, he got like 30 minutes inside the elevators. Brothers be in the elevators all the time. You cannot stop a brother from going up and down the elevator. So, <laughs> the one after that was, wow, this one actually is kind of serious. <laughs> this dude jumped up a notch. It's escalated. <laughs> On February 17th, the Office of Safety and Security released a special alert of a strong-arm robbery of a student near West College Street and Cedar Street. The student reported that he was report, approached by an individual who made a derogatory remark about his ethnicity and then physically knocked him to the ground. Here's the weird part of that. That guy was white. <laughs> hey, honky. <laughs> oh.
0: You're right. They do hate everybody.
1: I, I don't see where it says this robber. He just pushed him to the ground. It doesn't say that he stole anything from him.
0: What he stole, Matt, was his dignity.
1: Exactly. We've all been there. So another... Incident, February 26, posters. Here we go again. Posters were defaced, including those advertising Year of the Queer. Again, I wanted to check that out. um, And the affirmative action panel. And they were. <laughs> the
0: superhero scene.
1: Affirmative action. Dun, 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 dun.
0: Led by Jesse Jackson.
1: Uh, with the power to rhyme. And also have children under wedlock.
0: He has a rap battle with Lincoln.
1: <laughs> he loses by a wide margin, but and then another incident. The last incident was uh, someone that drew a swastika outside a window in the science center.
0: He's making a point by doing it in the science lab. He's a big Joseph Mengele <laughs> fan.
1: Woo Nazi science, eugenics for the win. Cronin loves, but yeah, I don't know. Aside like him pushing the, the guy down, this is like the lamest acts of racism that I've ever seen. We're from the South, man. We know about violent racism.
0: So. I mean, we cook racism until it's just right, until it's exactly. golden brown. we an art out of racism.
1: The finest vintage of racism is 1965 Mississippi. <sighs> you can't get, I think, yeah, I think that's right. You can't get any more racist than that year. They they could distill that hate and sold it to Klansmen everywhere.
0: Who says they don't?
1: I've said too much. Oh, God. Um, and the last uh, news item I have is uh, a callback to the episode we did on politics. We oh, mentioned, you
0: can't reference past continuity. It confuses new listeners.
1: I'm sorry. That's why I think every, every episode we reboot.
0: Yeah, this is uh, the Below the Bible Belt New 52.
1: Who are you again? I, I don't know who you are. Let's fight. I don't know who you are,
0: but I don't like you. But we'll get to know each other over the next five episodes.
1: Yes, then then we'll just we'll start in the next episode, saying, "Oh, those five episodes happen just don't you don't need to see them they just happen. take our word for it but um as a callback to the politics episode uh the website that we talked about in that episode was the White House petition website where we talked about the uh the several states wishing to uh secede for the union the i don't, i think eventually that shockingly the petitions to secede were shot down.
0: It went the way of the RoboCop statue.
1: (laughs) But the latest petition to take the White House petition website by storm is a plea from a North Carolina man to change the national anthem from the famous national anthem to uh, (laughs) one of the best songs of the last decade. Of course, I'm talking about the famous 2003 song by R. Kelly, Ignition Remix. I believe we should go to YouTube and check this song out, if you would indulge me. You're so happy.
2: Now, usually I don't do this, but, uh... Usually I don't do this in America. <laughs> but yeah, our national anthem really
0: needs to have product placement in it.
2: Exactly.
1: I can just see this at at, you know, a sporting event. Give me that toot toot beep. beep.
2: To ignition hot and fresh out the kitchen mama rolling that body got every man in here wishing
0: <laughs> rolling that body
2: I'm like the what I'm drunk it's the freaking weekend maybe I'm about to have me some fun, fun. Bounce, bounce,
0: bounce, bounce. This does say more about America Than our <laughs> national anthem
1: This is definitely 80's America That the song is singing to
0: Imagine a little kid with his hand over his heart At a baseball game saying Bounce,
1: bounce, 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 <laughs> bounce,
2: bounce, bounce I'm
1: about to take
2: my key Stick it in the ignition Oh,
1: I think that's one thing That the national anthem story lacks Is more sexual innuendos What he's talking about is
0: bipartisanship. If only the Republicans would take their toot toot and the Democrats would give them their beep beep and we'd have compromise. Exactly.
2: Been in the stretch navigator, we got food everywhere as if the party was catered. We got fellas to my left, left. honey's on my right. We bring them both together, we got you in all night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fellas to the left, honey's to the right, but yeah. then we bring them together and they're banging all night. Now, this has convinced me. I think this should be the natural
2: grant. <laughs> yeah. Take it to your room and.
0: Only America could get a toot toot and a beep beep.
2: <laughs> and we could
0: all run our hands through America's robe.
1: Yes, that, that that should be like the new amber waves and green.
2: Does <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool. sound like America too? So what I'm drunk, it's the freaking weekend <laughs>
1: Exactly.
2: Fresh out the kitchen. I'm a that body got every- like,
1: yeah, got every man here wishing America is the envy of the free world. So. <laughs> They're wishing for the American dream. Exactly.
2: That's
0: our foreign policy. We're going in the Jeep. <laughs> you, you thought that? I was, th- it out.
1: I was thinking more of it as a metaphor for the uh, Panama Canal, but that was just me. Oh, well. But yeah, that was the curious thing about that song is, I heard that song I guess probably when it was popular. And the the, the weird thing about it was I always remember the remix edition. I never heard the uh, actual normal version. I don't think that song exists anywhere. I think they just put remix on it to make you look for the original edition and get your hopes Mark up. Kelly
0: remixed it from his head.
1: <laughs> exactly. But um, so after hearing that uh piece of you know. Musical mastery, I thought I would uh, read the petition to change the National Anthem to Ignition, remix. And the petition reads like this. We, the undersigned, would like the Obama administration to recognize the need for a new National Anthem. One that even a decade after its creation, <laughs> is still hot and fresh out of the kitchen. America has changed since Francis Scott Key penned our current national anthem in 1814. We've realized that after the show, it's the after party. And uh, <laughs> after the party, is the hotel lobby. And perhaps most importantly, that about four, we got to clear out the lobby. At which point, it's strongly recommended that you take it to the room and freak somebody. President Obama, we ask you to recognize the evolution of this beautiful country. With this anthem that better suits the glorious nation we have become,
0: we give them our toot toot and our beep beep, not because it is easy, but because it is so very hard.
1: <laughs> um, and the thing is, the the petition needs ninety thousand signatures. Um, unfortunately, it's only got nine thousand nine hundred ninety-eight.
0: Well, hey, we can do this. Let's promote the hell out of this thing. Exactly. Give it the belt
1: bump. Whoa, I just refreshed, and now it's got 10,026 signatures, so progress.
0: We can do this. We are the media.
1: We are big radio or big podcast.
0: <laughs> Put all of our PPN muscle behind this.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we'll,
0: can change this country for the good.
1: We'll, get a, we'll We'll bring at least 12 signatures to it, so that's good.
0: Every little bit helps, Matt. Exactly. So that's the only way we can heal this country. Divided it as it is right now.
1: That's it. Just like you said, take the Republicans and the Democrats. Take them up to the hotel room and just let them freak somebody.
0: The ladies to the left and the homies to the right.
1: Exactly. You know, not since Hunger Like the Wolf has one song encompassed a whole nation and its people. I mean, that's
0: the America I believe in. That's the America my grandfather died believing in.
1: That's the America my ancestors wanted to leave and secede from.
0: (laughs) It's the America George Washington believed in before Sherman came in and knocked over his cane and hopped into his time machine.
1: Fucking Sherman.
0: He does a march through history.
1: (laughs) He sacks Rome. (laughs) He bitch slaps Hitler just because Hitler had it coming.
0: He did more destruction than him.
1: (laughs) Sherman's jealous, exactly. But yeah, that was the, <laughs> I feel like on that note, uh, we will. I will say that that was the last news item that I had for, it came from the South. Well,
0: this was an informative episode.
1: Yes, it was. I think it's going to be probably, it might end up being like one of our shorter ones, actually.
0: Well, we were talking about intellectual things so it had to be short.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And of I mean, course when
0: we talk about crackheads and your father beating up things we go on for hours but when we talk about issues we like to keep it very
1: brief. Yeah, I mean we don't want to, you know, bore people. And plus I think there's a uh, there's a thing now if two Southerners talk about the Civil War for any amount of time you know the Obama drones will zoom in on your location.
0: A civil war would just happen somewhere in the world. <laughs> See, Southerners are the only people with the power to bring about a civil war.
1: Exactly. We, so every time we
0: say civil war, a civil war breaks out somewhere in the world.
1: Okay. Where would be the civil war now? Since we we said it at least 30 times, so I imagine we're in.
0: We've rent the universe asunder. There's civil wars on other planets going on right now.
1: <laughs> we caused the galactic civil war. You're welcome, George Lucas. I think we should just end it right there. Well, um, well, before I do go, I want to say something that I think I'm surprised and maybe a bit refreshed in that this episode bucked a trend in that. For once, in like, what, three episodes, you did not come in with some heartbreaking news about your past life. <laughs> I was expecting, with the Topics of War, I was fully expecting you to come on and say, oh, my family used to have a giant plantation that got taken <laughs> away from us in the Civil Like, you were like Scarlett O'Hara's, like, (laughs) descendant or something, you know?
0: My heart was broken by Red Butler.
1: (laughs) Frankly, my dear, I don't like men that stand up on their tiptoes.
0: As God is my witness, I'll never stand on my toes again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I will say that I'm glad that we could at least stop, you know, some of the sadness in what appears to be your Oliver Twist-like existence. (laughs)
0: Like we had to talk about the Civil War to be less depressing.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> On a lighter note, slavery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but here's the thing, though. This is a big twist. You're actually black. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Just go ahead and admit it. I know you are. I can tell.
0: But does this mean I can't say honky anymore?
1: Yep, sorry. That's my word. No. Take a breath. <coughs> no. Oh. oh. Uh, I just I kind of gave up halfway through it. I don't know. I committed to the no, but then not as full as I thought I would, so. <laughs> well,
0: until the South rises again. And it won't. <laughs> I've been James.
1: Dare to dream. I've been Matt.
0: <laughs> and you've just been below the Bible Belt. Give me that. Two, two let me get that heat, heat Running her hands through my fro
2: Bouncing on twenty foes. So why they say I'm ready yo. It's the remix to Ignition Hot and fresh out the kitchen Mama rolling that body Got every man in here wishing <laughs> Give me that toot, toot You do that beep, beep Oh man, ah.